Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast with Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and today we got a fantastic episode for you. Um, I think this is particularly timely given all that is going on with the economy, and and uh, so I think it's going to be very useful for uh, for folks who are maybe uh, looking around wondering if what they're doing right now is uh, what they should be doing, and and maybe there are other options. So uh, today I'm talking with my friend and my client, Giuseppe Grammatico, the franchise guide. Uh, Giuseppe is a franchise veteran who really uh, does a lot of work with executives uh, to help them find financial and time freedom through franchise ownership. Uh, he also works with entrepreneurs who are looking to uh, maybe start an add-on business. And and he's been through every part of the franchise cycle and so really has a good handle on it. Uh, he was a, a successful corporate refugee. Uh, he worked worked his way out of that and into a life where he had more freedom and, and did that through franchising. He's been a, a franchisor or master franchisor, master franchisee, and uh, recently sold his franchise and is now uh, working with folks who are looking to maybe invest in a franchise or at least are curious about it and kind of helping them along that path um, and, and guiding them as they do. Uh, so Giuseppe, I'm, I'm excited to sit down and, and talk with you. Normally we're talking behind the scenes, but uh, great to have you here on the podcast. Thanks, Steve. I, I appreciate it. Very, very excited for today. Yeah. So Tell us a little bit about your background beyond just what's in the bio. How did you get to the stage of, of being a franchise expert? Yeah, so I um, worked in corporate America and uh, worked in the family business at the same time. We, my family owned a restaurant and uh, working through corporate America just felt unfulfilled. Worked uh, a lot of hours, two and a half hour commute each way, ready to start a family and just felt like I wasn't going anywhere. Just wasn't happy with work. Uh, I was in sales and the more I brought in, it seemed as if I made even less money as they would uh, constantly change commission schedules and bonus plans and things like that. So just wasn't, wasn't happy. Um, speaking with my wife, we decided to look at another route. I did try interviewing at other places and just, I said, you know what, other jobs, uh, maybe a, a shorter commute really wasn't going to get me to, to, to where I want to be. So we decided on business ownership, uh, restaurants, uh, being in that part of the industry, N nothing against restaurants, but a lot of hours, weekends and holidays. You know, I, I took a step back and worked with a business coach where we we've kind of figured out I was looking for a business already set up, business in a box, uh, systems that work, that kind of thing. So that led me to franchising and uh, filled out a form online. Just uh, There was a lot less information out there back in 2005, 2006 and filled out an a, a, a online submission, online form and was contacted by a franchise consultant. And uh, after working with that consultant, we uh, had uh, taken a look at franchises and I, and I invested in my first and second one back in, uh, in 2007. So uh, since since then, it's been uh, it's been obviously a night and day. Really, really enjoy get to spend uh, a, a lot more time with my family. We we now have two children, so uh, just very happy with the decision and uh, wouldn't uh, wouldn't trade anything for it. We well, you know you said a couple of really important things in there, and the first one was that you sat down with a business coach, 
And it sounds like you went through kind of a discovery process. Um, and I think that's always important. There's, there's no substitute for getting outside input. Um, you know, same reason all, all, all the athletes that are very successful have coaches. Um, you know, the old joke that, you know, right. Tiger Woods has a swing coach because he can't see his backswing, um, I think is, is relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I've always, I, I've always magnified my progress when I've worked with a coach or somebody like that who was, who was really, didn't have a dog in the hunt. They were just giving me their kind of unvarnished take on things. And so I think that's important. The other thing you said though, is that through that process, you kind of realized that you wanted a business in a box instead of maybe to to start fresh, you know, with a blank slate, like a lot of people do. Talk a little bit about that and maybe the difference between the, the two approaches and what led you to go the franchise route. Great question. So uh, I always like to take a step back and say, it's not that one is better than the other. It, it's all about specifically the better match for you is, uh, you know, what exactly you are looking for. So I don't see myself as that creative person to create logos and brands and all the product and, and services that a company offers. I wanted something more in place because I definitely had this, the sales capability and the work ethic. And I just, I wanted all that, all that done for me. I didn't want the burden of having to figure everything out. Uh, even, even things, you know, you don't even think about like job postings, uh, you know, what does the ideal company setup look like? Uh, who are the vendors that we're going to be doing business with? You know, I don't enjoy that part. I, I wanted that all done for me. And uh, I also wanted the ongoing support. Uh, you know, you, you start a business from scratch, you're on your own. Uh, you know, you can hire coaches and things like that. Uh, but with the, uh, with the franchisor, I just, I felt like I was going to get that ongoing support. I had a, a point person if I had any questions or concerns and was trained by that person and just had a lot of the connections and everything put together for you. So uh, things to consider when uh, looking at entrepreneurship, it's either kind of one or the other, but uh, that was just a, a better fit for me. So anyone listening in uh, and exploring entrepreneurship, definitely take a step back and, and figure out um, you know, of the two, which, which is more appealing to you. Yeah, I think that's a a key point. You know, I, I talk to entrepreneurs and business owners all the time, and a lot of times, just by the nature of, you know, the way we do our marketing, we you know will attract, in addition to very experienced and successful entrepreneurs, we'll we'll attract people who are just starting out, and and you know, and, and I never mind that. I get questions from people all the time. I'm I'm always excited to answer those, and for some of those people, it's really clear that you know they would be better inside of an existing system rather than trying to create it. And I think for a lot of people, when they sit down and, and think about having to create an offer and, um, you know, a mechanism to sell it and to market it and to deliver it and all of that stuff, you know, I, sometimes I think they just end up spinning. And, and I think a lot of folks tend to discount the option of, of owning a franchise. And you know, it's really interesting because when I talk to people about it, and maybe you've had this experience. You probably have had this experience. You talk to people about it all the time. But when I talk to people about franchising, the thing that always seems to come to mind is, you know, the the fast food restaurant version of, of franchising. But that isn't anywhere close to being the extent of it, is it? No, 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 it's not. There, There is literally over 4,000 uh, franchise uh, companies in the United States and it becomes overwhelming. So there, there are 
tons of options. I myself, when I started my search uh, back in 2005, 2006, did not realize the extent uh, that there are literally franchises in every single industry. So lot, lots of options out there. You know, go, going to your point, I, not, not to go off, off subject here, but the, the, biggest, the biggest thing I get or the biggest thing I hear is, uh, well, franchising, you know, to, to invest in a franchise, it's, it's very expensive. I have to pay a franchise fee. And I always take a step back and say, well, if you start a business, there's always going to be fees in place, such as uh, paying attorneys and 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 coaches and you know and, and people involved in helping you build out the system and the product or service. So there's a, a lot of trial and error. So you, you never really know what that number will look like in a franchise. You, you do pay a flat franchise fee, which is essentially a license, uh, you know, for for the right to to run that franchise and. The trial and error, all the, all the mistakes, everything behind the scenes is already done for you. So the franchisor has figured it all out. They do have a proven system and, and model. Uh, yes, there is a, a franchise fee, but you know what that amount is. Uh, but you know, versus starting from scratch, we, you don't know how long how long it may take. So maybe you end up paying a little bit less, but it takes you two or three years to put the the business model together. And I don't know about you, but I I, I talk to people looking to start their own business and those two to three years uh, end up never happening. They just kind of give up on their, on their dream of, of owning a, a, or starting a business and it just kind of falls to the wayside. And it's one of those, uh, one of those dreams from, oh yeah, I was looking at a business, but we never had the chance to actually follow through. And that's what I see uh, you know, on a daily basis. People just are not following through on that. So um, I know it kind of went off on a different area there, but that, 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 that's what I see. And that's one of the questions I get on a, on a daily basis. Well, I think that's important. I mean, I just, as you're describing that, I'm thinking about, you know, I'm a decade into to this current business and it took about eight years to really figure out what the business model needed to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we tried a lot. Of, it's not that we didn't make money in those eight years. We did okay, but but really figuring out what the business model was, what the value proposition really was, you know, and who we wanted to be a hero to. I mean, getting all of that kind of triangulating that is the business. And, um, you know, and, and it's not always easy to get there. And often the, th- the thing that I see a lot of people get into is they, they say, okay, well, I want to start a business doing this because I, I, I really love it. And, that's great, but passion is a really bad decision maker for you, you know. And and so the thing that I, I think makes people successful in in any kind of business, and and really differentiates the ones that are wildly successful versus the ones that aren't, is that the ones who are really successful fall in love with the process of building a business, mm-hmm. and they can do it with you know, a garbage company and a consulting company at the same time, because for them, it's it, the game is I'm building a business. And, and I think that's the kind of the mindset to take. And so with that as the frame, now it doesn't matter if it's a franchise business or your own business, and maybe you build one of each at some point, you know, but I, I think it's worth kind of understanding why you're, you know, why you're getting into it. And, and, uh, and having that built in system can be a huge shortcut. You know, it just, I guess, it depends on where you want to invest. Do you want to invest um, blood, sweat, and tears or, or a few dollars? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And saving 
a couple thousand dollars because you did it on your own, but it took you several years. You look at the lost opportunity there. So, you know, another thing to your point with, with passion and finding your why, yes, finding your why is by far the, the most important. Um, what is your why, uh, from there, then we, we will take a look at, you know, skill sets, interests and things like that. And we, we, kind of create a, a franchise model for you and, and, and then find franchises that match that. But be very careful uh, with the passion piece. And the passion piece is, uh, there's a story, um, and I can't name any specific names, but an individual had, had come in years ago, uh, you know, spoken with a consultant of a different company and had a passion for golf and uh, could not change his mind. He got into a golfing franchise and failed miserably. Um, the model wasn't in line with what he was looking for. He just got into it because he loved golfing. And if you think about it, if, if that, that's your job, 24 seven golfing, you kind of, it starts to, you start to lose interest because now you're getting involved with, with customers and retail and, and, and so many other things. I mean, he, he was really a guy that wanted to manage managers. Instead, he was managing, you know, employees seven days a week, constant having people calling, uh, calling out sick and, and things like that. So that passion ended up into a failed business and really just doesn't enjoy golfing anymore. So don't, don't just simply look at something you're truly interested in. Um, look at, you know, what's your why, if it's uh, spending more time with your family, uh, having the flexibility to go on vacation, uh, have the have the business run on on, on autopilot that that kind of stuff. Put you know make make a short list of, of some interests. Um, I I can assist there and, and help you put put that into a model, and then we'll look at the franchises available. So uh, just be careful of the passion piece, but go always back uh, regardless if if business ownership or franchise ownership isn't the right fit. Go back to your why. Um, I think if you have that and, and you write it down and, and are constantly reviewing it, you can put it up on your wall or on your desk. Um, I, I don't think you can go wrong. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's great advice. So, you know, for anybody that, that might be listening, that might be, you know, thinking, well, I don't even know where to begin with trying to figure out if a franchise is right. What, what's the process that you take somebody through kind of from beginning to end for them to, to figure out a is franchising the right move for them and B how to narrow down to the right one. Yeah. So, so we have a, uh, we, we coined the process, the franchise, uh, franchise freedom podcast, uh, excuse me, um, process, excuse me, I'm getting tongue twisted there. And, uh, so we always love to schedule a, a 20 minute intro call just to find out 100%, find out about the, the individual, what are they looking for? What's their, why, um, you know, why are we, why are we speaking today? We, we have a, a 20 minute intro call to figure out if we're a good fit, if we feel that a particular candidate is a good fit for a franchise ownership. If we do decide, we always send out a, a, a very brief questionnaire just to find out a little bit more about that person. And um, some of the questions do, do require a little bit of a, a little bit of thinking. Uh, our second call is a consultation. It's typically about an hour and we go through specifically what that business looks like. We, we look at all the characteristics and attributes from um, you know going to a retail location to staying uh, waking up going into your uh, your office maybe a bedroom and running the business from home and uh, so we explore that dig a little bit deeper and answer any questions 
Uh, we do go over how to research franchises uh, as well, how to, how to review their documents. Uh, but prior to that, uh, we create a franchise model. You know, what does that ideal business look like? We always send, send that out immediately to make sure that we're uh, 100% accurate with what their ideal business looks like before even listing any franchise names. And on the um, kind of the, the fourth step is let's take a look at two or three franchise companies that match your model, which is based off of all our previous calls and emails. And let's, let's start exploring what we'll make uh, introductions. We'll explain why we, we felt like they're, they're a good match. And then uh, the candidate will get a call from the uh, franchise company directly and, and schedule that uh, intro call. We, it's almost uh, kind of starting the process over as an intro right fit call, um, you know, interview process to make sure you feel that they're a good fit and they feel you're a good, good fit. So it's, a, so it's basically a, a two-way street. So we, we walk you through the entire process. We, we make the referral and we were going to be working you side by side. So if you are um, having additional questions, don't understand uh, the document, we are there to, to work with you. If, you. if you truly feel it's not a good fit, we'll, we'll help you explore other areas, maybe tweak your model um, as to uh, you know, specifically what type of business you're looking for. And um, when and if you invest in a franchise, we continue working with you. Uh, whether that be to refer you a, a merchant service person or a company, excuse me, or a, 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 an accountant and, or payroll service, we're here to help in, in, in every step of the way. So uh, before, during, and after, we're, we're always with you. Um, best part, there, there's no fee or, or contracts for, for our services. We're, we're paid directly from the franchise company, just uh, sim similar to an executive recruiter. So, I mean, you've got really quite a, a comprehensive process that, that you take folks through. W what are some of the surprises or insights that, that people tend to have as they go through the process? Surprises are, um, you know, they, there's a lot of, we, we call them in our business, pre preconceived notions. So a lot of people will come in, uh, kind of going back to, to earlier, they, they'll, they don't realize that, that there are many, that many franchise companies and that many industries. And they'll also come in thinking that in many cases that to own a franchise, you need millions of dollars, which is simply just not the case. Um, they, will, they will find out that the, uh, the uh, franchise investigation, uh, once, once you investigate one company, you, know, you, you obviously are going to use the same questions and ask company two and company three. So the contracts read similarly, uh, very similar. They, uh, they're going to be asking the same questions. Uh, there's going to be a lot of validation speaking with the franchisees, but, but that, that's, you know, to, to answer your question, that, that's what I'm getting quite a bit of is the, um, you know, that it's very expensive, uh, that we didn't realize the industries and also, uh, you know, we, we assist everyone with, with funding options. We'll, we'll put them in touch with, uh, some of the companies that we uh, have close relationships with. And, uh, once they speak with these funding companies, you know, some some may may just say, "I don't I don't have enough uh, for the franchise. I only have uh, ten or twenty thousand dollars in savings. That's not enough to start a business." Uh, but they won't realize, or they didn't realize that you are able to uh, utilize retirement assets and potentially use a traditional IRA or, or a Roth IRA, uh, you know, or various retirement vehicles to fund the uh, you know the, the business. So our funding partners as well do not charge a fee. Um, to go through and give the options, they only charge a fee if uh, if you decide to move forward. So, 
uh, that opens up the doors as it, as it has opened up the doors for many of the, the people I work with saying, wow, I didn't realize I can use retirement. Um, you know, my investment level has just increased now that I, that I have uh, access to, to that to that money. So those are just, uh, you know, a few of the things that, 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 that come up, uh, you know, on a, on a weekly basis. And so once somebody gets in, I mean, a lot of the people you work with, you know, they're making the transition out of kind of the corporate world and they're moving in, you know, into a franchise. Do you ever see anybody that sort of does that in parallel where they're in a corporate job and they've got their franchise kind of simultaneously? Yes, absolutely. So we, we call that semi-absentee ownership. And uh, that, that can range from five, 10 hours to 15, 20 hours, depending on, uh, on, on the business. Not all franchises are built for that. And that's, that's part of what we do in the background. We, we know which franchises um, offer that type of ownership. Uh, some franchises only offer uh, you know, where the owner operator, the, the owner of the company has to be involved full-time day to day. But other, other companies are built so that you can hire a general manager in some cases, they'll actually assist in interviewing that general manager to to figure out that they're uh, you know the right fit. Uh, training will be based on um, training that general manager, and then how the um, the owner you know what their involvement or what their role is going to be in the business. So uh, we do call that semi absentee. That is extremely popular for people uh, looking to keep their job and maybe their benefits um, either ongoing or maybe for the first year while they ease into the business. Uh, there's no right or wrong. It's simply preference. But there are uh, there are many franchises that offer it and, and many don't that that do not. So I, I do all that investigating kind of behind the scenes al- along with territories, you know, what territories are, are, are available in, in that market if there are any resales. But uh, uh, very good question. Very, I'm glad you brought that up and uh, definitely can help in that in that area as it's been very popular. I would imagine that that kind of semi-absentee setup is the way a lot of uh, a lot of business owners maybe built their own business, but they want to take take some profits off the table. I know a lot of you know a lot of folks invest in, in real estate, mm-hmm. um, you know, to to move money out of the business and diversify. But I also know a lot of entrepreneurs who who buy other businesses as you know as an investment. And I would imagine the semi absentee uh, approach would would be probably the preferred method there. Yes, it's uh, you know we, we we talk about investment vehicles, and it's just one of the one of the uh, in, uh, vehicles uh, that you can get into, and and owning it semi absentee frees you up so that you can be involved in other businesses such as real estate or um, expand your territory or buy additional franchises. So it definitely you know gives you more flexibility. But with that flexibility, I, I always tell everyone anyone looking to explore that route. Uh, very important to find that right fit uh, uh, on the general manager, uh, make, making sure obviously they're compensated. There's some uh, that they're compensated on on performance, uh, you know, whether that be uh, percentage of profits, percentage of, of ownership. In many cases, you know, you work up to X amount of years and, and you're able to, to gain some some percentage in the in just the, you know, in the entire business. Uh, so those are uh, definitely some ways because you are going to rely very heavily on that person. And you know, typically when you're looking at semi-absentee ownership and you're working directly with the franchisor, just expect uh, your investment range to be a little bit higher because uh, if you aren't, if you're going to have the general manager working full time, just you have to just factor in that salary, that additional salary in your mix. So when you're, when you're doing your first 12 months, what it's going to cost in your investment range, just fa- make sure to factor that in. Some people forget to do that. 
Uh, and once that's all in place, uh, you know, you find that right person, you, you, you get them trained and, you know, you, you train yourself, you know, in a perfect world, general managers would stay there for life. But in the event there is some turnover, which, Hey, that's, that's inevitable, right? It's going to happen at some point. Uh, you want to make sure that, you know, you, 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 you've been trained on every, every step of the way that you also have other people that you can go to in the event. Uh, there is turnover that, you know, you, you do have other people you can uh, lean on and potentially hire uh, to, to, to replace that general manager. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, I've always thought of, of approaching franchising, you know, from, from the investor's perspective, it's almost a little bit like playing Monopoly, but instead of, of building hotels and houses and all of that, you're, you know, you're going into a franchise, figuring out that system, sort of mastering that business system, you know, and what it takes to, to own it and operate the economic engine at a high level. And then it's just a matter of, you know, continuing to reinvest profits and expanding your, your reach. And you've got sort of this little blueprint where you're stamping them out Mm -hmm. one after another, after another, which uh, to me is a really powerful way to build a business. It gets you in the ideal situation. It gets you working on the business much more than working in the business, which I know a lot of people struggle with when they're building their own. And (laughs) frankly, I, I struggle with that sometimes too, with, you know, with ours. So, uh, you know, but that's what everybody always is trying to do is, is get in a position where they're, they're in a business where they can work on it more than it. Right. And, and, and you, and when having that conversation with the franchisor and letting them know the type, uh, type of ownership, they, they want to ensure that you're successful, right? I mean, the, the more money you make, uh, the, the more royalty the franchisor will, will make, uh, you're happy. You'll, you'll recommend uh, other, other people looking to, to own the franchise. You may end up expanding your franchise. Uh, the fran- the franchise is, is, is your partner. You know, that's, that's basically what they are. They're, they are there to ensure you're successful. In this day and age, the pandemic and everything going on, you know, franchisors are also offering uh, concessions and and working with you, uh, some flexibility. For example, uh, you know, and and not all, I should say, but some have allowed you to say, okay, let's uh, invest in the franchise. Maybe wait a few months for just just to to lock in your your territory, and uh, let's wait a few months. Let's, let's see how things go, and then open up maybe later in the year. And there's there's been a lot of flexibility. Some have reduced or waived uh, royalty payments over the next few months. Uh, once again, not all. There are a few that 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 have offered that. So even with SBA lending, the uh, the SBA, I know we're, we're at this point, and depending on when this show airs, uh, there's been some changes and updates. But uh, at one point, the SBA was looking to to make uh, the first six months uh, payments for you. That's that's interest and principal completely forgiven. So. I know that's out of the franchisor's um, hands, but uh, you know there there are incentives there to uh, to um, you know own that business. So franchisors are, 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 are there to help as much as they can, and, and also in these times, they've they've been pivoting, they've been kind of adjusting how they do business, and 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 how they do that is you know we have a, a business that is uh, that's in uh, what do you call it? tutoring, and it's face to face tutoring, and they've uh, kind of. Uh, beefed up their technology, their their online platform and video conferencing, so that all the tutors can now continue to video conference without missing a beat, and just do that uh, via the internet. Uh, there there are others such as um, painting services and blinds and, and, and window coverings and things of that nature, where instead of going to people's homes, they they are having the customer download an app where they take a few pictures 
and the uh, the uh, franchise or the uh, I'm, I'm sorry the franchisee is able to give a quote without even stepping foot in the homeowner's home and you know once once everything has been agreed on and accepted homeowner leaves for the day and they go in and install the flooring or the, the window so the franchisor given how many franchisees they have are you know have that 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 uh, structure to go in and make make sure that it's working for all the franchisees they do have the negotiating power um, to buy items at a, at a discount so you, you definitely have the economies of scale so Lot of lot of advantages, lot lot of changes, and you're seeing the strength, um, and you're seeing also who who are the stronger franchisors given uh, what's going on in the, you know with the pandemic. Yeah, well, I know there'll be a lot of people looking for new opportunities, um, whether that's new opportunity out of necessity or, or new opportunity because they're they're being opportunistic and and taking advantage of of uh, you know a dynamic situation. There's always opportunity. Yes, um, and uh, I believe that wholeheartedly that it never goes away. It just, it just moves. And I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing uh, all of your wisdom with us and sharing these ideas. This is a topic we haven't covered before, but I think it's timely. And, you know, and I know there are going to be people looking at opportunities and, and different approaches for kind of, you know, ex- expanding their empire in the world. So uh uh, this is, a, a, I think, a great look at, at a different way to do that. So, Giuseppe, thanks for uh, sharing with us today. So, where can people find out more? I know you've got a really great podcast, and, and I say it's really great because our team produces it, um, and, uh, and you've got a, a book. Where can people go and find all those great resources? Yes, and, and it is a great podcast, so we're definitely both biased. But yes, uh, you could definitely check that out. So, if you go to directly to my website, it's GG, my initials thefranchiseguide.com. And you'll, once you log on there, there is just a lot of resources on there. You can click on podcasts, uh, listen to some, uh, some past episodes. Uh, I will be actually launching a book franchise freedom shortly. Uh, that will be, uh, on the website as, as well as, a we have a 25 minute, um, webinar and video, uh, that, t- that just completely goes through the entire process of uh, entrepreneurship, franchise ownership. So, uh, definitely take a look at the site. Uh, on that site, you'll have my uh, email. Uh, if you want to get on on my calendar, definitely uh, you know click on uh, contacts and uh, or, or calendar. And uh, love to set up a, a twenty minute uh, intro call with you. As I mentioned, there's no fee. It's, it's twenty minutes, and I guarantee you'll learn something from that call. So definitely look forward to uh, speaking with you. If you just had ever the interest, the itch to, to know or, or thought about business ownership. Uh, give me a call. Would love to uh, love to chat. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being here, Giuseppe. Great, Steve. Thanks again. I appreciate it. This episode of the Unstoppable CEO podcast is sponsored by the Unstoppable Agency. That is the agency part of our business where we work with professional service firms and create a done-for-you marketing program. And what that looks like is we actually sit down with you. We come together and define your ideal client with you. We go build a list of those people and then we begin reaching out to them on your behalf to book them as guests on your podcast. We call it podcast prospecting and it's a fantastic way to connect with potential clients and influencers that can refer you and it's end-to-end a done-for-you system. And so if that's something that you think might be the right fit for your business, go to our website, go to unstoppableceo.net. You can uh, find there on the homepage 
page, a link to a video presentation that explains how it all works. And if you'd like, let's get together and have a quick 20 minute conversation and see if we're a fit. Again, that's at unstoppableceo.net right on the homepage. Look for a link to the video that explains how it all works.